You're listening to LDB. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of LDB with your host Grace and Shara. And we're here to discuss relationships and dating and how we're getting on with that. Not so much me, more so Shara. Take it away, Shara. It's going to be on both of our parts. I just have a certain scenario I wanted to kind of discuss on um, the podcast. Um, So it's mostly relating to situationships and the phenomenon of a situationship in, in our time right now. Because I feel like everyone's talking about it. It's all over TikTok. Nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody is like, Nobody's girlfriend and boyfriend anymore. Everyone's just a situationships. Nobody knows knows what to call each other these days. No one can com- effectively communicate properly. I and I don't know why that is. Like, what what's the story? Like, what what did, is it because like you're dating? But like, what do you refer to them as? My situationship. It's just easy to say. Um, but nobody really knows what it means. I feel like people who are chronically online really struggle with this. Mm. really struggle with communication and what they really want because when you're on these dating websites and you're swiping and you're swiping it feels like the world's your oyster so what happens when you finally catch a fish are you going to reel it in or are you going to let it go and most of the times they let it go because they can't effectively communicate is that a dig at me (laughs) no it's just like a general thing it's like it just seems like you know they'll They'll cast their rod, they'll mm. reel you in, they'll swoop you off your feet, they take you off the hook, and they say, actually, I don't want this one. I and, wanted and they a salmon. Throw, throw you back in, yeah. They throw you back in, into the open waters to fend for yourself. Yeah, and you know what? Like, having, like, situationships or whatever, um, and having them end is so much worse than actually having a breakup with, like, a person you're boyfriend and girlfriend with I in my experience it's just like the hope of what could have been being taken away from you and I think it's like it's like withdrawals kind of yeah there's like so much potential with situationships mm. you you think of what it could be but it never actually reaches that stage and I definitely personally I make a lot of it up in my head I make up a lot about the other person in my head and the kind of person that they are and I kind of fall in love with that idea of them rather than themselves and um, yeah. I definitely feel like I'm the better person in every situation. And I, my, I probably project my positive thoughts onto them, whereas they probably aren't that great of a person. Mm. Or they're not funny. You're a love at first sight kind of person. And then I and fall when it's the love in love with the idea. Exactly. And you think the best of everyone then when you fall in love with them at first sight. You're like, they are going to be the best person ever. Yeah. And then they show their true colors. <laughs> and you have to listen to it all every single time. So I'm sorry. always happy to listen and advise. I feel like your fuse has gotten shorter and shorter and shorter every time, though. Yes. <laughs> I, I think the grooving process should be eight hours and then it should be over. Eight hours? Yeah, eight hours. Okay, Miss Tink. Cause, all right. Because we, we know that you're on FaceTime to me for those eight hours yeah true and now that i'm so that's about all i can take i'm unemployed it's gonna be even more so get ready i'm ready 
I'll get into the certain the certain scenario that I wanted to discuss today. This has happened to me um quite recently. And it was with this guy that I worked with. Started talking pretty soon. We were like talking like every single day. Um it was pretty friendly at first and then we just started like talking the more deeper things and like we kind of like confessed that we kind of like each other and stuff and then it progressed further and further and we just kept talking and got pretty deep pretty fast but we were like talking for like a month and then I was like oh like I'm actually like seeing other people as well I just wanted to let him know that I was also seeing other people and he was like oh thank you so much for being honest so on and he was like oh I actually want to tell you as well that I have been seeing someone but that this person wasn't living in wherever they were living and and that this person was going to come visit them for a week um like a, a month down the line and I was like yeah that's fine like whatever like we'll see where it goes like I'm still seeing other people I'm not like hung up about it like it's fine and so we moved on from that but then like as the time grew closer um like the topic was like discussed a bit more and like I actually kind of stopped seeing people not because of him but it seemed like it was going somewhere it seemed like you were kind of heading towards yeah it kind of did seem like that but I also didn't really like the other people that I was seeing so I was like okay well it's just gonna fizzle out anyway so I kind of put all my eggs in one basket but unintentionally and so then it kind of grew closer and he had mentioned that uh, he was going to end it with her when she comes over and he kept saying that he was going to end it with her and I didn't really bring it up because it should be his choice I didn't want to like push it and I was like look you do have to like respect like her and stuff and I thought it's it's different when the person comes and you're together for a whole week um, and I said look you might have different feelings after this like week goes down and then that's fine as well but he was so adamant that if that was not going to be the case, I actually believed him, um, foolishly. Um, so but prior to this week, like a couple of days before, he had booked flights to come visit me because we also live in a different city. And he booked flights to come visit me for my birthday. And he just booked it out of nowhere. Like I didn't ask him to or anything. He just booked it. He was like, I really want to come see you on your birthday, whatever. I said, oh, that, that was really nice. Like, um, it like really shows the effort that he'd actually come all the way here and stuff like that. Um, and so that kind of made me feel, it made me feel reassured. And so I never even like bothered to inquire about this person. But then I, he also had mentioned that, that they were actually exclusive, like that they were not meant to be seeing other people. So I, that just got me like thinking and stuff like, oh, like whatever, like maybe he wasn't telling all the truths to me. Um, but I kind of brushed it off and the time came where the girl came and they, I didn't speak to him for that week. Cause I was like, okay, they'll just be together and so on. And I'll just do my own thing. And then after that week was over, he did message me a few times being like, Oh, I miss you so much. Like I can't, I can't wait to speak to you and things like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you too. And um, so we talked afterwards after she left and he had said that he didn't end it with her because he couldn't. And I was like, what do you mean you couldn't? And he was like, oh, like, I just didn't want to hurt her. Like, um, but I will do it like before I come and everything. And I was like, yeah, well, you can't come here without doing that. Like, you can't have both at the same time. And he was like, yeah, of course, I understand that. 
um and like he was like I, I just want to speak to my mom and get some more advice from her and how to end up with that girl and he spoke to his friends and his friends gave him advice as well and I was like I don't really understand like what all this advice giving about because he had said that he has I was kind of worried and I like expressed my worry to him being like if this is okay like is this all all right and he's like yeah like I've spent a week with her before I know for a fact that I like you more than her and just that they are friends in his eyes and I was like okay that's fine believed him once again I have to say this boy though was texting you all the time when he was out saying that he was in love with you he was totally love bombing as well but he was just saying yeah as though he was totally infatuated with you you're the only girl in the world and I did downplay how much she was actually saying to me he was playing he was saying all these things to me he was completely love bombing me but in the time I didn't really recognize it and like the phenomenon of love bonding is Ellen and like I've only recently heard about it like in the last like year or so never no one ever, ever really has said it to me before um but it's so true he was coming 100% at me like you're the most amazing girl in the world like I've never met anyone no one has ever made me feel like this but so on so on so on and like it's hard it's easy to like believe it when you hear it all the time yeah I think there's definitely if you're an, like an avid dater you start to learn the red flags to look out for so love bombing would be one because that's kind of how they reel you in and then it they end up not wanting to there I am with the fish <laughs> analogy again the fishing analogy but like they just really want to get your attention but then once they have it they're really not that mm. interested you know it's something that a lot of people do and it's something that I definitely would be looking looking mm. out for because there's a lot of time wasters on yeah, this earth when for sure dating. and I also want to say that I looked her up one time um, just to see like who she was because he told me her name so I just looked her up the other woman and I was like the other woman <laughs> um, and I was like that's so funny she's literally the complete opposite of me like we are literally the complete we look completely different completely different coloring and everything um, and I was like okay that's fine whatever I still trust him I, I just wanted to see that and move on um, and then so she came the time passed and then the time was coming up where he was supposed to come see me and I had asked him once being like did he he and he said he didn't end it and I was like okay well like the ball's in your court like it's you decide what you do I'm not but I was kind of like in my head I was like I'm gonna ask him on the Sunday whether he did it or not because I just wanted to know explicitly and then I also made up my mind that I'm gonna I was just gonna ask him not to come because I just think that would be very disrespectful to me and to the girl um so my I had a friend visit me um, from a different city that previous weekend as he was, he was coming and I was telling her this whole situation and she was like, oh, can I see her? And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, look her up there. And she looked him, looked her up and her profile photo had changed to a picture of her and him after the week that they had spent together. And her jaw dropped and my jaw dropped. And we were both like, that's a girlfriend if I ever saw anything. That's someone who left her trip being like, this relationship is rock solid. I'm changing my profile picture. 
like what girl in her right mind would change her profile picture to a picture of her and a guy if it was not her boyfriend absolutely before this there was no indicator that they were really serious but after this after her week with him it was no doubt Mm. about it they were still very much together and she left that trip thinking all is good all is well and all is good yeah we're official so he never gave any indication that anything was any different that he had anyone else yeah in the dating pool and then me and my friend were sitting in me and my friend finn were sitting in the restaurant looking at each other like what the hell we got our food we were like this is I actually found it quite hilarious because I think I quite kind of still was delusional thinking that it might couldn't there's no way in hell that he would have done that like he would have that this had been solidified but anyway I was like follow her fuck it follow her I told her and she did so she followed the girl because I just wanted to see like what if she has him on like her Instagram page or whatever but it was a long shot that she was going to accept anyway. Yeah, because she was on private. And the girl blocked her. Or she tried to follow her or something. And then she like decided to block her halfway through. And then I called my friends at home. And I was like, follow her. <laughs> um, and they were like, yeah, we'll follow her. And then the girl like messaged one of my friends being like, do I know you? Whatever. And I think she blocked her too. um but then I think they had a conversation on that Sunday and I had received 20 missed calls from him I wanted to see what happened um and I was actually on the phone with Grace at the time and she was like answer the phone call him back immediately because we both thought he had ended it with her he it was like one in the morning and he was calling on whatsapp then on regular phone then on facetime then on facetime audio and I was like, okay, this seems like someone who wants to tell you that they've made up their mind and they've made a decision and like, it, it'll be good news. I said, answer the call because he was not stopping. It was on yeah. every single platform. Yeah. But and then what happened? He called me with red eyes telling me he couldn't do it and that he doesn't know what to do and he doesn't know what he's feeling and that he just didn't, he couldn't, he didn't have the balls to do it not yeah not man enough but also like he kept saying like oh I don't know what to do I don't know what to do like it's so hard it's so hard um it's not hard make up your mind you're a grown adult of 26 years of age like there's a there's a time when you cannot make up your mind and that's when you're in senior infants okay After he's 23 that, he's 23 let's not exaggerate oh I thought he was 26 I thought he was, I thought he was older no same age as me Anyway, he, he still, no difference, to be honest. He just still couldn't make up his mind. And he, I asked him what she said, because he actually did, tried to do it. But she started crying and was like, I don't understand, because when we spent that week together, it didn't feel like that at all. Like, I don't know why you're saying this out of nowhere. And then I, like, I'm only speculating as to what happened here. I think she might have mentioned the fact that random girls are trying to follow her on Instagram. And he was probably like, oh, crap. I just got caught out now. And so I think at this stage, she kind of knew who I was or, like, had an inkling or asked who I was or if there was another girl. 
I was just like, I can't talk to you about this right now. So I just kind of hung up the phone because I was like, I, I was going to call him names if I didn't. So I hung up and I called Grace back and we were both like, no way. The audacity. The audacity? Um, so I called him again the next day just to see if he like went to sleep and like, you know, had a ponder about what he had done. Um, no, nothing. Still couldn't make up his mind. Like apparently him and the girl were on no contact, but they were still talking. I don't know what, how that, that works, to be honest. And that he, she called him crying again and that she's so upset. And and I was like, God, like I've really just wasted two months of my time like talking to this man. Um, and then at that stage after that, because he still couldn't make up his mind, I was like, there's not, not going to be any outcome of this that that would come out well. So I told Grace and I told, kind of told all my friends. I kind of told all my friends so that I kind of felt reassured by the, my choices that I'm making. And I was asking for their advice as well. And like we all agreed it would be best if I just ended it here. So for the first time in my life, I did what I didn't want to do. And I said, I'm going to walk away and I'm going to make your decision really easy. And I hope you have a really nice life with whoever. And yeah. I said goodbye. And that was it. I didn't even really let him um, say anything because he said enough nonsense before. So I just literally walked away. It was pretty heartbreaking to like leave it all, but I'm fine. It's so fine. I think a good, like what made me feel better about it was knowing that he paid for a flight to Barcelona and it was Ryanair. So it was non-refundable. So he didn't get his money back. So that makes me feel good about the situation. Me too. Thank you, Michael O'Leary. Love your policies. Yeah. Keep it up. Um, oh, sorry. And I forgot to mention the girl had actually messaged me on Instagram and she said something along the lines of, hi, why do you keep getting your girlfriends to follow me? Is there any info you need? Ha 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 ha. And then I was just sitting on a reply. Me and Grace had typed out to reply to her. It was very but good. She had blocked me in the meantime, so I couldn't reply back. I really wanted to say, um, what was it? It was like, oh, I just wanted to find out whether your boyfriend had broken up with you like he said he would. But she she blocked me, unfortunately. But anyway. The message never saw the light of day. Uh, no, but at least it's it's being featured here. Yes. So then in the following days after, he had blocked me on everything, like unfriended me on everything. And he's basically been erased from my life completely. He even removed her as a contact on LinkedIn. Which is excessive. Yeah, it's a bit excessive, but I don't know. I think this would be a good pivot into like red flags to look out for when dating, so you don't waste your time. Oh, for sure, for I sure. Think, I, I think when it comes to dating and messaging things like that, I think it should only the the texting process should only be maximum of two days before plans 100 percent. now i totally understand when someone is living a great distance away but i don't think you can really see the full picture because people can really mm. turn on their personality when mm-hmm. at a time that suits them or come up with a narrative that suits them when you're only facetiming them when it suits them for sure i think that's just the best way to go about it. If if they're just texting you for more than two days and nothing is definitive, they've made no plans, in the bin. In the bin immediately. There's 
so there was actually so many red flags that I did not actually pick up on because I was in the in the moment. Like the whole love bombing situation, only like retrospectively did I see it. I feel like you might have seen it I before. I saw it but... from the beginning. I remember sitting outside of your house after we went ice skating and this guy was out drinking on a night out. But the whole time, all he was doing was texting her, saying that he was basically in love with her. And I was like, this is too much for someone yeah. you haven't really seen in person. You know, and I was kind of like, mm. but also I'm really skeptical when it comes to dating, because I think a lot of people in like that are in the dating pool or that are really excessive with the texting and things like that. I always just come to the own, my own conclusion that they're trash. And I'm usually right. Yeah, you're usually right. Which is really annoying for me because I really see the best in everyone and I really try and hold on to that. And you're just like, they're probably not right. <laughs> they're probably an awful person. Usually I'm right. Usually right. I think, I think the best way to approach something is like, obviously, you know, when you get a crush on someone, you're kind of fawning over them and you like think the best of them and everything. But I try and tack into that mental state and think they're probably not that great um and I'll let them prove prove otherwise and if they prove prove otherwise then that's amazing but if they don't prove prove otherwise I'm like I was right from the beginning so it just it just avoids any time wasted yeah I think it's good though to let people know who are in the same boat that they're not alone there's a lot of dating disasters and it's very discouraging when you're online dating I don't online date at all I'm not on any of the dating apps but when you are on those dating apps, it can be so discouraging to have all these bad situations build up. It makes you not want to be in the dating pool again because it, a lot of the time they don't work out. You hear about you hear about people who are in a successful like marriage and you say, oh, how did you meet? Oh, we met on Tinder. Those days are gone. It's like it's World War Two out here. We're in the trenches. It's the Somme. It like it is so hard to find a decent person in like just in in real life and on dating apps tinder hinge everything yeah like I didn't meet this guy on it I didn't meet this guy on a dating app and look it's, it's still the same to be honest it's just such a weird mindset that you're not alone. but you're not alone Nobody, you're not alone. I think this would be a great pivot to go into, Grace, some of your dating experiences and what has led you to be such a negative person, mm. the outlook of dating. Because I feel like I have such a positive outlook on it, even though I have had so many um, like mm. Where things don't negative go outcomes. Mm. I still try and reflect. I would say, okay, so I gave the whole dating thing a shot because when I was about 19 everyone my age was having boyfriends and things like that and I was feeling a bit left out I wanted to see what is the story here what is the hype everyone seems to be totally mad about this dating situation and tinder and all that and online dating and seeing where it goes so I gave it a shot and I went on loads of dates and I gotta tell you uh a lot of these dates were like dinner dates and there were so many red flags with a lot of them. Even if they did go well, though, I found that I was like the life of the party because I was the one talking. I was the one making them feel comfortable. I was the one asking them about themselves. And then I would leave the date. And I would be like, oh, that went well or did it because I was basically talking to myself and making myself laugh the entire time. 
I have that all the time when I go on first dates. I'm like, was I really funny? What, did the date go well or was I just really funny and I carried the whole day? Yeah, I think a lot of people feel this way. I'm sure it it like it can be either when men go dating and they date women and women are quite can be quite introverted, you know, unless they've got a few drinks in them and they're trying to carry it or vice versa. It's usually I feel like it's usually girls are a little bit more outgoing. Um, but also, you know, it's a waste of your time because you wear a nice dress, you put a bit of tan on, you do your makeup because usually when they do invite you out, it is for like some sort of dinner or drinks or something like that in the evening. And you can get a bit tipsy. And then also you can warp your perception because you're about two bottles of wine in. And you can think, wow. Beer goggles, beer wine goggles. goggles. Yeah, you're like, wow, they're yeah. actually amazing. But are they though? No, usually not. So tell us about your tell us about your um, dating experience within Dublin City. Within Dublin in City, particular. oh my god! Then- yeah, well, there's just so many things that I could say, but basically, there was there's just so many red flags like that you can really point out. I'm gonna tell you about the story about how I went on a date once, um, and we went in. This guy invited me out for like tapas at this really cute place in Dublin. And then next door to the tapas place was like this comedy club. So he was like, oh, we'll go to the tapas place and then we'll go to the comedy club. And I was like, cool. I've like never been to a comedy club. And it was like a comedy club practice night. So we had the tapas and rule number one, ladies. Okay. If you go on a first date and they insist on you going somewhere to eat, they should pay in full. Okay. Because you are an investment. You should maybe offer to pay to not seem like you're big headed, but don't actually pay. They should be like, oh, no, no, no. And then you say, oh, okay, if you insist. Can I just chime in? Under no circumstance do we pay on a first date unless we ask the boy out. Exactly. That's all. That is all. Club after this. Oh, but my point being... I paid, I, we split the bill. That's red flag number one, okay? Then we went to this comedy club and it was awful. The funniest person in the room was like the presenter. He was hilarious only because he was literally poking fun at all of the other, inverted commas, comedians, okay? So the night ended, but it wasn't just a free like comedy club. There was a bucket at the end and it said, you know, you know, just donate what you can since you were at this comedy gig. And everyone was putting in like two euro, a fiver, two euro. You could just hear the clanks, clanks, clanks. And this guy just walks past the bucket, doesn't put any money in it. I was like, that is so cheap. It is disgusting. I was mortified. Anyway, then another date. Let me think of another one that I went on. Safe safe to say grace never saw this man again never again it was just <laughs> no it's it, and it's just things like that that kind of rack up and you're just kind of like this is all terrible what was another mm. one i went on oh another one i went on was with like a trainee solicitor and he was really looking forward to it it was the first time someone asked me out in real life um wh- when i was at work so i was like you know what i admire the courage because i rarely see it so I said, yeah, I'll, I'll go out. So we went, went to this wine bar and he met me after work, but he decided not to change. So he 
arrived in a full-on like tuxedo-y style suit but he was also wearing these very serious office shoes and I think they were brand new because he cut his feet up okay he was bleeding he was limping and that was a bit of an ick okay uh the the whole date was actually lovely but the guy himself was a bit femme and I wasn't very interested so um but it was just the limping it's it's things as little as a, a limp that really would just make you go no it's a no for me and did you like what did you do about the shoes like did you he went and got um sneakers and put sneakers on but I had to like convince him to put the sneakers on like his feet were bloody I was like that's disgusting <laughs> like it's it's just it's not what you want to be dealing with oh like it's really just the trenches out here isn't it like yeah. I don't understand where some people are finding these really great people my only like explanation for it all must be that they're actually not great people and they're just together for you know for comfort I feel like a lot of people don't want to be alone and they just want the comfort or the constant of a person being around because I've got so many friends who have boyfriends and those boyfriends suck I feel like a lot of people settle and I'm just not doing that. I'm so sorry. I refuse to settle. And that is why I am the most single girl in the world, but I'd much rather be single and happy than dating. And the more time, more times I'm dating the like the more depressed I get because it's like this constant cycle of disappointment. You're really protecting your peace. Well, I I'm protecting my peace. I am the granny and granda and Charlie and the fact Charlie and the chocolate factory in their bed just relaxing chilling that is me i love it for you i love it Mm. okay guys so for this segment of the show we're gonna purely focus on red flags versus green flags in dating i think it's very important to note these things because you will need them to weed out all the bad eggs shara what's your first red flag there's plenty of plenty plenty (laughs) of bad eggs if we've learned anything it says more bad eggs than there are fresh eggs okay (laughs) exactly (laughs) my first red flag in honor of this episode and my story would be love bombing let's elaborate on that so basically when you're not very close at all but they're kind of saying they're in love with you when they're texting you all the time when they're out saying that you're the only person in the world they're thinking of and they really have no reason to be showing you this much love just yet. Yeah, they're saying all the loveliest things to you, even when they don't know you that much. They're telling you um, how strong their feelings are for you when you basically had just met. Or even like the first couple of months, to be honest. It's. I'm going to go for another red flag, <sighs> okay? It's going to be bad personal hygiene for me, okay? If he can't mm. wash his ass, in the bin. In the bin. In the bin. So, those horror stories on TikTok of those girls whose boyfriends sleep in their bed naked and then they leave a skin mark. I'm sorry, I'd be out. I'd never see me. I again. would be running. I'd I'd burn the sheets and run. Literally burn. Uh, th- this goes as well for brushing their teeth. I'm a religious teeth brusher and I have incredible dental hygiene. I will brush my teeth in the morning. I will brush my teeth at night at night and then I will also use mouthwash and I will scrape my tongue down if people wake up if a man wakes up in the morning and goes to work and has breakfast and doesn't 
brush his teeth in the bin. In the bin. In the bin he goes. <laughs> Everyone's Another going one. in the bin on this list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this list is it's full. The trash is going to be full after this. You're going to have to take it out. We're going to have to take um, out the trash. Oh, yeah. So another red flag would be an unreliable partner who flakes on you all the time, always cancels plans last minute. Like when the day comes to like meet up, the person would just text like right before it or like even after the time has passed and just cancel. Yeah, red flag. Exactly. I think this is really can really deflate your self-esteem because you are hyping yourself up for it all day. You've made plans. You're excited. You maybe did your get ready routine, shaved, put on a bit of gradual tanner. And then all of a sudden, you have no plans. They've cancelled on you last minute. I think that is just so inconsiderate and really mean. And it's not appreciated. It's really mean, but it also, it, it could also be said for some friends. Not oh it can be said for friends absolutely I've had friends who would cancel on me last minute like or like 30 minutes after the fact we were supposed to meet up and that's a really shitty friend and you shouldn't be friends in with the them. bin in the bin in the bin <laughs> okay I think as well another red flag is when someone when you need some help and this person that you're like dating thinks that whenever you need help it's an inconvenience I'm going to give an example Okay, you're on a night out with your friends. It's one in the morning. You're in Cork City or wherever you are. And you text this person. You say, hey, I can't get a taxi. Could you pick me up? And then if they are like, this is so annoying. Like, I don't want to be picking you up. I want to be sitting in the living room playing my Xbox instead. You're so annoying. And they come and pick you up anyway. And then they're like, this was really annoying. This sucked. I wish I didn't have to do this. They are not for you, honey. In the bin. The people that make you feel bad for them helping you. Someone should be really, like, the person, if you're dating someone, should be over the moon to help you and to get you home safely. Absolutely. Agreed. In the bin. In the bin. Anyway, another red flag um, that we thought about was if he thinks that he is just smarter than you or smarter than anyone else. Or if he's trying to make you feel dumb, even though you're not. Yeah. If he belittles your intelligence, it's really unattractive. And I will just leave. I'll just be like, I'll just think you're an idiot. Because you, he, because when someone's trying to prove themselves so much that they're intelligent, it just, just it seems so stupid to me. Yeah, it just gets, an, it gets annoying. I this, think one, good- this red flag also leads into... How these type of people, particularly men, love Andrew Tate. Where's the correlation there? I don't know, but it is. Yes, men who love Andrew Tate and they think that women suck. It all links into another red flag, sexism. Misogyny. Misogyny. It's so bad when people really close off their minds and they have this very blank statement that they just like abide by, which is that women suck they don't deserve rights they should stay in the kitchen and make a sandwich because they're so fucking funny ha 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 women are not funny <laughs> women are just they should they belong in the kitchen actually yeah so we don't like that if the name andrew tate is mentioned in the bin if the name andrew tate is mentioned and it's not linked to sexism in the same conversation in the bin 
in the bed. So I think another red flag can be when someone doesn't ask you questions about yourself. I think it shows that they're not interested in you. I think the biggest green flag is when someone is asking you about yourself, what you got up to that day. If you said you made plans, they ask you how they went. If you're going up for a promotion or a new job, you know that they want to encourage you. But if someone isn't asking you questions, they're not interested in you, period. It's not games. It's just a lack of interest. Absolutely. In the bin. And another one would be, and it's like really important to me because I always tell my friends and I usually tell my parents everything, especially if the person starts to become a bit more important to me what my parents opinion is and what my friend's opinion is about the person and if they don't like the person red flag because they always Major know better red flag. they can always see from the outside view what type of person the person is yeah. And yeah you can be blinded by someone's like good looks or maybe how they treat you but it's like how they treat others or the vibe they give off to everyone else that maybe is what you should be reading instead like this also reads into another red flag, which is if he's rude to hospitality staff or just people in general that aren't you. It's just, I feel like it just is, has a snowball effect on how the rest of this dating period will go, where it's just, they're very comfortable being incredibly rude and obnoxious, and that's not a good trait to have. Because then if eventually they will be that to you as well, because they can't hide who they are forever. Yeah, everything has to go their way. Their their way is always the right way. Mm, no, it's not. In the bin. And another red flag would be if they're on social media a bit too much. Bit, yeah. Bit if weird. They're, if their Instagram is just girls, mm, I don't know. If they're follow like the only people they follow are like those bikini models, that would make me feel quite bad about myself. That would be kind of a red flag. I like to follow very humanist accounts, like accounts on Instagram, like magazines and cooking and stuff like that. Maybe if they're into motorbikes, they could follow some motorbike pages. But when it's all these blonde, tan, five foot and seven Instagram models that are going on these paid press trips to promote a bikini, I'm just like, oh, no, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. No. Another one would be if he talks to his exes or if he call, if he calls his exes crazy. Because, surprise, surprise, he will be that crazy ex one day to some other One girl. day, yeah, exactly. He'll be saying the exact same thing about you. If, if he doesn't speak about his ex, like, with a high regard, then it's a red flag. Yeah, if any breakup Not- has is made to appear to be like so toxic and whatever i think it's good to get the full picture of whatever the hell went on because it could be his warp perception 100 percent. okay will we pivot into green flags i think we really bashed through the red flags here red flags were way too easy to come up with yeah so let's talk about green flags like Green flags are what we're looking out for. I'm going to go with number one here, which is good personal hygiene. We like people who brush their teeth. We like people who wash their ass. It's important. <laughs> yeah. BO is no-go. We want someone to be able to actually put their bathroom towels into a washing machine and not think that them coming out of the shower wet is washing the towels. I so. don't 
I hope I've never met a person like that. Yeah, I hope so. I, I hope so too. It's it's so bank. Um, another green flag would be someone who genu- genuinely enjoys helping you, encouraging you, doing nice things for you, like making you lunch or sending you a little bit of money on Revolut just to make your day like a tenner or even like 35 euro or 40 euro to get your nails done. Things like that is is so thoughtful because it's hard out here to be a woman. It's expensive to keep up this maintenance. Another one would be if they just genuinely want to make you happy no matter what, like even just acts of service, like just being around and like spending time with you. Those things like green flag. On this subject, can I ask you what is your love language? Is it acts of service? Is it physical touch? Is it gift giving? It's quality time and physical touch, I would say. Oh. How about you? Mine mine is acts of service. Oh. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. I'll make you lunch. Oh. I'm like beaming. You, yours yours is really I now that I think about it, it really is. Yeah. You love you love doing things for me. You love picking me up and just doing little things like that. Yeah. Making me food. Yeah. That's so like cute. just doing just randomly doing a little trip to like Zara, things like that, or like mm. like just mainly it's making people meals. I love when I get the opportunity to give someone like a little bit of like ni- like nice food that I made fresh or like some queen cakes. I'm like this is a piece of my heart in here. Mm. <laughs> so cute. I love it. So let's pick another one. Another green flag would be someone who is like very familiar with feminine issues like period pain or periods in general. Let's say like you bleed through your pants. They don't make a big a big deal. Some people can make it a huge deal. But when someone is very aware of like feminine health issues and things like that that's really attractive because it makes you not feel embarrassed when a lot of people would make you feel embarrassed for no reason for something you shouldn't be embarrassed about someone who can laugh these things off and help you something that is so natural as well yeah another one would be if they're if they can cook anything other than eggs that's a major green flag for me as well if they can Um, cook anything other than a beef stir fry then it's a green flag for me (laughs) The amount of rock hard beef stir fries I've eaten. Oh, never again. I know. And it's just like, come on, grow up. I know like that's all you eat, like, but look at a cookbook or something. Yeah. Some some make some bolognese for the love of God. Yeah. Eat some eat some carbs for the love of God. Touch some grass, please, please. Yeah. Another one would be if they can drive as well. Mm. This was like my number one when I was dating. If someone, if someone could be like the worst person in the world, but as long as they had a license and I like at the time I didn't, I was like, oh yeah, I'll go out with you. So now that I'm driving and I have a, I have a license, I really don't like, it's, it helps if you can drive. If you're in your 20s and you can't drive, like you really need to learn because it's so good to be able to get around on your own and be self-reliant, but it's also really handy if you're dating someone because it makes life easier. You don't always have to go to them. That would make you feel really make really stretching out your day by doing all that travel like all the time. I can't drive. I can't drive, so for me it's nearly a necessity that the other person can drive. I do live in a big city and I play. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's how our relationship works. 
Yeah. I pick up my passenger princess. Shout out to my passenger <laughs> princess. So And I look pretty. I just look pretty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually hoping to get a new car soon because my one's gonna fall apart. I know it. So hopefully watch this space if 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 things go well for me, I'll be driving something that isn't uh like a tin can. I think that was a good synopsis of all the green flags and red flags that you should look out for. I think those are the things that I came off so. the top of our head. And I thought it would just be a nice way to round up this episode. 100%. It taught us something after my disaster story. Mm. You could definitely pull a few red flags out of the story in this episode. But I think it's so good because it's a learning curve. Like everyone has to start somewhere or have this very same experience in order to make the next one better 100% why do I keep saying 100% 100% day 100% day so is that it is that everything for the, this episode that's all okay we hope you guys enjoyed we hope you learned something we hope you enjoyed our feedback and stay tuned for our next episode next week you've been listening to L. DB. I always struggle with that. I'm always about to say LBD, LBD, but that makes no sense. That's not the so, name of our podcast. So funny that you literally came up with the name as well. I came up the, with the name, but every time I think about it, I have to like really think about it before my mouth decides to even open. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Sorry, your call cannot be completed as dialed or the number has been disconnected. Please check the number and dial again. Thank you.